Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Unique opinions, compelling conversation, and the best in afternoon entertainment. The conversation continues from the Autoglass America studios. It's another hour of Drew Garabo Live. Drew Garabo Live. Thank you so much to Eric Blankenship and the Tampa Bay Lightning for stopping by, including Thunderbug. Man, I love that organization. That they was are, awesome. They are one quality organization. I mean, between Eric Blankenship coming in today before the season opener, you know he's busy as the VP of marketing, but then the Lightning let me loose in their locker room today to interview Steven Stamkos, Tyler Johnson. Brian Breesman goes, go up and talk to anybody you want to. Yeah, they're gonna. Uh, we're going to have the audio on the show for you tomorrow of uh, Seth going around and bothering some players with some stupid questions. Yeah, I, I feel like an idiot. But no, you shouldn't. It's going to be interesting. Uh, all right, so uh, uh, joining us now, this, this is so great that we're talking to A, a naked magician, B, a naked magician from Australia. He's there right now. And it's what, like 7 o'clock in the morning? Yeah. He better be naked. Oh, this is so great. I heard he's currently only in his undies. Well, uh, Chris, let's see you get totally bared down under, mate. How are you? Welcome to the show, Chris Wayne. Hey, good. Now, I say good afternoon, don't I? Because it's like Tuesday afternoon right now. Well, Wednesday afternoon. We've traveled forward. It's Wednesday afternoon, whereas it is, uh, is it Thursday morning there or is it Tuesday morning there? It, it's Thursday morning. I'm watching the sun come up and uh, to get in character for who I am, I'm doing this naked because I am still in bed. <laughs> That's great. And it, actually, there was a Bible group that said that uh, the world was going to end on Wednesday. So since it is Thursday morning there in Australia, uh, the world did not end and this Bible group was wrong. So let's celebrate life, Chris Wayne. Yeah, tell them I'm sorry, but uh, since the world didn't end, we're still going to come over next week and take our pants off for you Americans. <laughs> now, I'm, I'm so intrigued by the uh, idea of a naked magic show. Uh, talk to me about the difference between a regular magic show and a naked magic show, obviously other than the fact that you're naked. Look, what, what the naked magic show is, simply put, is the world's naughtiest, cheekiest, funniest magic show. Um, we, what Mike and I wanted to do, Mike's the other naked magician in the show, we wanted to create a magic show that had never been done before. And we wanted to attract an audience that maybe wouldn't normally come and see a magic show. So we decided to do what no magician had ever done before and, uh, and utilize the saying that good magicians don't need sleeves. We thought we'd take it a bit further. And, um, and we say that good magicians don't need sleeves and great magicians don't need pants. <laughs> That's so perfect. Uh, and this will be October 16th uh, at Ferguson uh, Hall at the Straz Center. Uh, a Floridian crowd waiting for you. Have you gents traveled to Florida before? Uh, no. And let me tell you this. Like, since we started this show, we've performed it 200 times in countries all over the world. But this show that we're doing at the Straz Center is going to be our first show ever in the United States of America. And we could not be more excited. 
Wow. Did you ever think about working in a woman to the Naked Magic show, or you just like it to be the two dudes who are the Naked mag- Magicians? That's a different type of magic. <laughs> I, look, I'm going to tell you, we, you know, it's great to have female magicians, but when you look into our audience, no one is there to see a naked woman. I promise you that. Oh. 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 I don't know what he's trying to say. Everyone that's come is, no, I'm saying that everyone there is pretty keen to see two guys lose their clothes bit by bit. Okay. <laughs> Sounds right up our alley. So I wasn't, I wasn't saying anything bad about female magicians or the like. I understand. So you're not looking to make your didgeridoo disappear inside a, a young lady's wallaby, if you will. Oh, oh my God. <laughs> I thought I was prepared for every radio question ever, and I think that's the best one I've ever been asked. That's what I pride myself on, my good man. We are speaking with Chris Wayne, Naked Magician. They will be invading Florida, their first U.S. gig at the Straz Center, Ferguson Hall, on October 16th. Seth? Uh, how long had you been doing magic before you decided to start working the Naked Magician angle? Well, look, and it's important that people know that Mike and I were magicians first. We were doing it for about 10 years each, and we were actually two best mates. And um, what happened that changed the game for us, the movie Magic Mike came out, which is set in Florida, funnily enough. Yep. And um, Mike was doing these shows, and because his name's Mike and he does magic, people are coming up, and they're making jokes to him. They're saying, hey, can you make your clothes disappear? How big do you magic wand? And then we thought, well, you know what? There's actually something in this. So um, what we did, we took the best magic that we knew, the best stuff that we could come up with, and we sort of made it, Dirty. What this is at its core, it's a it's a comedy magic show, but all of the tricks are themed around those those cheeky things that we normally only talk about when we've got a bottle of wine between us. Sure, absolutely. I'll tell you, this is the second greatest Australian interview I've ever done. The first was with uh, your finest export, in my opinion, Olivia Newton-John, uh, a few months ago, who uh, performed here in town as well. Uh, what do you think is the greatest Australian act to cross over to the United States of America? Because in my opinion, there's none better than In Excess. Oh, uh, you know what? I think I'd probably have to agree with you there. Like, that's, they're just one of my favorite bands ever. And uh, that's some of my pre-show music that I listen to to sort of get in the mood. Otherwise, I'd have to say there's an act. Have you guys heard of the Umbilical Brothers at all? The Umbilical Brothers? Uh, maybe if you play a couple of chords, I could fake it. You see what I did there? Umbilical Brothers. Play a couple. No. I, I, <laughs> I see what you did. Wow, you should get in radio. Thank You're you. A funny man. Thank you. Thank you very much. No, I've never heard of them. Who are they? Naked. We could probably put you in the show. No, they're, no. they're a comedy act, and they, they were actually um, – Robin Williams' uh, support act for many, many years. But they started in Australia. They've played on Broadway. Um, and they're one of our best comedy exports. But yeah, musically, i got to give it to NXS, absolutely. Yeah, it's a shame uh, the way Michael uh, Hutchins left us. But uh, what what a fantastic volume of, uh, of hits they left. Uh, I was so happy when they crossed over here. I loved their earlier work from Shabu Shaba, The Swing, etc. And, and then they, of course, achieved mainstream success in America, much like you lads will when you finally come over here next week, Chris Wayne. I got, I got to tell you, like the response, wherever we go around the world, this sells out um, because everyone loves magic. Everyone loves a little bit of skin. But uh, in America, we cannot wait. And the tickets have been selling just like crazy. It's been it's been incredible. The demand has been so huge. And uh, so we do anticipate this is going to sell out on your side of the country. 
Well, it sounds like high quality to me. It is R-rated magic at its stunning best. The Naked Magic Show coming to the Straz Center for tickets, strazcenter.org. We look forward to seeing you guys when you get into town. Thank you so much for waking up early and checking in. Seth wants to make sure you're naked, so if you can rub your phone down under so we can hear what's going on down there, that'd be great. What? I'll go you on better. While I was on hold, I followed you on Twitter. I will tweet you a photo of me right now. Oh, yeah, that's what I'm talking about. Oh, no. All right. Yeah. Well, well, Chris, thank you. Good luck to you guys. We look forward to seeing you next week in the United States of America. Continued success to you, my good man, and thank you. Hey, thank you. You guys want to come to the show? You want to get on stage and get naked? You let us know. And oh, we'll do it. Certainly will. My people, your people. Take it easy, man. Good Hit to hear up, from Seth. you. I will surely do that. I got to shave down. That's a whole day's worth of production. <laughs> What's the Halloween story that you had? It's avoiding sexy costumes for kids, and it's an article on CNN. There are parents who are getting pissed off at the other parent because they're allowing little girls to dress up as sexy cops. Oh. Well, why are they making sexy costumes for children? Because parents are buying them. And what age range are we talking here? Like six to nine. Sexy six-year-olds? Sexy should not be in a six-year-old's vocab. Should they want to be a sexy nurse at six? Well, who's buying them the costumes? It's got to be the moms, right? And then the dads are flipping out. Oh, yeah. the dads Sorry. aren't buying these things. No, no dad is buying their, their kid a sexy costume. Mm-mm. But someone's buying risque costumes for kids. The mom. The mom is getting little cowgirl, little sexy cowgirl with little sexy Daisy Dukes. No. I swear to you they are. <laughs> little you, sexy Daisy Dukes. <laughs> how could you sell costumes like that? Uh, the message to our girls with these costumes is that can't be too sexy- and they can't be sexy too soon, says Melissa Wardy, founder of Pigtail Pals, a clothing line for adventurous girls who has blogged about sexy Halloween costumes. It's disgusting. She just potty trained. There's nothing sexual about them. Uh, an assistant professor of sociology at a university says dressing girls like grown women for Halloween communicates that they have the sexuality of adults in the bodies of children. This is gross. If you're a parent of a girl, you shouldn't want her to be sexy until she's, what, 18? Oh, I would love to hear from dads who uh, have to deal with their daughter dressing up in a risque fashion because the mom bought them that costume. 727-579-1025 and 800-771-1025. It's just, if you are a dad, I would love to be a sympathetic ear to you because I think it's gross that a, that a mom would do this. What are the the sexy costumes for the kids this year? Cop, cop, nurse, the standard stuff. Cop, nurse, cowgirl, and uh, I I just think I think it's absolutely wrong to do this to kids. You shouldn't want to sexualize kids. You know, you see like twelve year old girls with booty shorts with something written across the ass. Yeah, like juicy. Right. So wrong. I can't stand seeing this stuff. And what what is sexy about the whole th- costume? Uh, I mean, for a sexy cop, what what is the what is the difference? You got the top that's a little bit cropped, and you got short shorts. And the, for a nine or a ten year old, someone's buying these. But but I mean, there's a lot of moms out there that are skanks, and they don't just like, well, I'm a skank, but it's not good. No, they pass it along, right? And that's how another generation of skanks walk the streets. Nailed it. <laughs> the skanky apple does not fall far from the skank tree. Oh, that skanky apple. Look at any girl's Halloween uh, section on Facebook for their costumes, which Seth frequently does, and you will see that these moms cannot wait to slut it up 
for Halloween. It's the moms. It's Slutoween for a yes. There's a letter that a mom wrote to Party City about the costumes. <laughs> Party City. What how <laughs> while Halloween costumes are undoubtedly about make believe, it is unfathomable that toddler girls and boys who might be interested in dressing up as police officers are seeking to imagine themselves in the incongruent way your business apparently imagines them. Toddler girls are not imagining and hoping they will grow up to become a sexy cop, which is clearly what your girl costumes suggest. Rather, young girls, just as young boys, see and admire their family members and neighbors offering service to their communities and delight in the idea of doing the same. I am absolutely appalled that your business, Party City, reinterprets girls' innocent and well-intentioned dreams into this costume. I couldn't agree more. I normally hate the letter-writing type, but man, it is so gross to me that they would sell that. So if a six-year-old in some sort of sexy cop, sexy nurse outfit shows up to your door, trick-or-treating for candy, you shutting them down? You turning them away? Let's All right, let's role play. You be the sexy girl. I, I'm going to be me giving out trick-or-treating. Am I with or without parents? You're with parents. Oh, but they're waiting down on the sidewalk. That, that, yeah, well, sexy girl, sexy girl outfit is not with parents. Yeah, she, well, yeah. Her parents are way yeah. up the street. They're drinking. Drinking booze. cider. Yeah. Right. Yes, hello. Trick-or-treat. What? Oh, what are you dressed as, little girl? A sexy slut. Give me the candy. How old are you? I saw some Kit Kats back there, baby. How how old are you, young lady? Seven and a half. And, and what's this costume that you have? I'm a slutty slut. <laughs> how do you even know what a slut is? I will listen to Drew Garabo live. Well, you should I have be, horrible parents. You should hear the positive message that he tries to send. He and doesn't. He sounds like a very negative curmudgeon. Do you think that he delivers radio pizza five days a week? I prefer my Kelta. Have some Kit Kats. Thank you. Can I have them all? Yeah, I've got in- some my sluts more back at the house in my bunk bed. Sure, they're in my pockets. Reach oh. in and grab them. Okay, well, my, my dad's looking. Oh, oh hey. Uh, hey, sir, look, there's uh, there's uh, uh, Bruce Springsteen. He's playing in the street right there. Sir, just remember, I'm seven and a half. Yes, oh. so am I. <laughs> I'm going now. Do they okay. have Skittles next door? Yeah, bye. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early, so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, offering professional grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com, or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.